Hello and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. We have an excellent show lined up for you this week as we have results from the football field as the playoffs roll on. Also, we had four teams compete in district finals on the volleyball court on Saturday, and three of them made it to the state tournament, which takes place this week, beginning on Wednesday and runs through Saturday. The RPAC teams that did make it to the state tournament begin on Thursday with their first-round matchups. Also, we have Shane Lawson, head coach of the Maywood Hay Center volleyball team, joining us, and also Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest volleyball team, joining us too. All that and more coming up. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Let's take a look at some of the results this past week. Reminder, you can find the RPAC results for each team in the conference on our website, bestboy-media.com, under the RPAC Rundown tab, and click RPAC Rundown Report. We begin with our football rundown. First, let's look at the scores. In the Class D2 state playoffs in second round action, it was number 8-seeded Dundee County Stratton, who took down number 9-seeded Johnson Brock, 48 Two eight. Number two seeded Hitchcock County took down number fifteen seeded Humphrey St. Francis fifty two to nothing. In Class D six, number five seeded Parkview Christian took down number twelve seeded Southwest sixty one to twenty seven. Then number one seeded SEM took down number sixteen seeded Wallace seventy seven to thirty one. In the second round of the Class D two playoffs, Dundee County Stratton was seeded at number eight, and they were hosting number nine seeded Johnson Brock. Usually, in an 8-9 matchup, you have a relatively close game. Not this one, as the Tigers dismantled their opponent, winning 48-8. Dundee County Stratton is now 9-1 and will face Howells Dodge, the number one seed, on Friday at 6 p.m. on the road. Hitchcock County came into the second round of the Class D2 playoffs as the number two seed, and they battled number 15-seeded Humphrey St. Francis. The Falcons won big, and they took down the Flyers 52-0. The Falcons will now play on Friday against Elm Creek on the road at 7 p.m. In Class D6, Southwest came into the playoffs as the number 12 seed, and they went to Lincoln to play Parkview Christian, the number 5 seed. The Rough Rider season came to a close as they fell 61-27. to Nathan Rippey had 10 carries for 49 yards and two touchdowns for the Rough Riders. Southwest ends the year at 5-4. Also in Class D6, Wallace, seeded number 16, went to SEM, the number one seed, and fell 77-31. The Wildcats' season comes to a close at 4-5. and five. We'll take a break, and then we'll look at our volleyball rundown. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. There were four teams that competed in district final matches on Saturday on the volleyball court, and of those four, three are headed to Lincoln for the state tournament. Wallace earned the number eight seed and faced number nine seeded Stewart at Broken Bow in the D2-8 district final. The Wildcats fell three sets to none. Carly Finley led the way with eight kills. Wallace finished the season with a record of 27-6. and six. 
The Rough Riders of Southwest advanced to the C26 District Final. They hosted number 11 seeded Fullerton and were able to come away with a three cents to one victory to advance to the state tournament going on this week in Lincoln. Bryn Lampy had 42 assists for the Rough Riders and Kalen Barnett had a monster game with 30 kills and 21 digs. Southwest earned the number five seed in Class C2 and will take on fourth seeded Oakland Craig on Thursday, November 3rd at Pinnacle Bank Arena on the North Court at 7 p.m. Cambridge advanced to the D1-2 district final match on Saturday. Cambridge, the number two seed, faced off against number 15 seed at Bancroft Rosalie and Grand Island at GICC. The Trojans swept the Panthers to win the match three sets to none. With the win, Cambridge advanced to play in the state tournament in Lincoln, and Cambridge will be the number two seed and face number seven seeded Cedar Catholic at 1 p.m. on Thursday, November 3rd, on the South Court of Pinnacle Bank Arena. For Maywood Hayes Center, they earned a wild card as they fell in sub-district play, but they ended up being the number three seed and hosted Pleasanton in Maywood. The Wolves swept the Bulldogs three sets to none, with set scores being 25-20, 25-17, and 25-19. With the win, Maywood Hayes Center has qualified for the Class D1 State Volleyball Tournament. They play on Thursday against number six seed in Meridian, as the Wolves are the number three seed at 3 p.m. at Pinnacle Bank Arena. That match will be played on the South Court. As mentioned, the NSAA Volleyball State Tournament begins this week. It runs November 2nd through November 5th. Reminder, you can find the RPAC results for each team in the conference on our website at bestboy-media.com under the RPAC Rundown tab and click RPAC Rundown Report. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll chat with head coach of the Maywood Hayes Center volleyball team, Shane Lawson, and then also Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest volleyball team. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Arapaho Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated here to serve Arapaho and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. We are continually innovating and evolving our therapy practices in order to give you the best individualized care. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. For the Maywood Hay Center volleyball team, they've been firing on all cylinders pretty much all season as they enter the Class D1 State Volleyball Tournament with a record of 25-2, and and they will face off against Meridian on Thursday to begin the tournament. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Maywood Hay Center volleyball team, Shane Lawson. And let's begin with your your team qualifying for the tournament itself. The Wolves have been frequent visitors to the NSAA Volleyball State Tournament, but it's special every time you make it. With this group, what makes it special with this team, though? <laughs> um, you know, well, one, they're a very senior-heavy team. Um, so I think it just means a little bit more being there last year. It's kind of their last chance, so... I'm just going to come out and do as best we can. Um, it's also my first year with them. So it's been a little bit of a kind of a rough year, which is an adjustment period of a new coach. They're used to their old coach and do a little things a little bit different. And just, you know, it just means a lot to um, overcome that and um, be able to make it back to state. Now, obviously, Olivia Hansen has been the go-to attacker for your team, but you have some nice pieces that fill in around her. Just tell us about your team and, and what's made them gel nicely on the floor once again this year. You know, yeah, you're right. Um, Olivia is one of our key players, um, and we know that our opponents are going to kind of key in on her and try and stop her. So it's been kind of a big deal for us to kind of, on offense, just really be well-rounded. So 
Um, we can keep the other um, the other teams kind of off guard. Um, and just to know that we've got a whole bunch of girls that are reliable, um, that we can really just count on them to do what they need to do, put that ball down. Um, so, yeah, it's just been um, a really solid year. I feel like offensively we've kind of come around, made some smart plays, um, and just been able to do what we need to do to make sure that ball stays over and in on the other side. Now, we were talking off the air that it's just kind of an interesting week, and the season's a long season as a whole, and it just gets more interesting as you get ready for the state tournament. You face Meridian from the first few days of preparation. What do you expect to see from them? Um, I expect them to kind of try and pick apart our defense a little bit. Um, That's something that we've really been trying to work on lately. Um, It's just kind of really keying in on those little things that we need to work on. Um, So we just, I just kind of expect them to be able to try and find our weaknesses, which is something that we really worked on against Pleasanton. And I thought we did a really good job of adjusting. Um, So I feel like that's going to be kind of a a big deal going in. Um, They also, Meridian, they put up a big block. So we're going to have to cover our hitters. Um, And then we're just going to try our best to keep them out of system and just play our game and stay aggressive. Many thanks to Shane Lawson, head coach of the Maywood Hayes Center volleyball team, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. As mentioned, they will play Meridian, the number six seed, on Thursday at 3 p.m. on the South Court at Pinnacle Bank Arena. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll chat with Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest Volleyball Team, here on the RPAC Rundown podcast. C-plus and Bertrand has everything you need when making a pit stop. Fill up your vehicle with Sinclair Fuel, and if you're running on empty, grab some Hunt Brothers Pizza or a Friel. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. For the Southwest Rough Riders, it has been a fantastic season as they are going to be playing in the state tournament for the first time since 2010 after they took down Fullerton on Saturday, three sets to one in the C26 district final. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Southwest Rough Rider volleyball team, Kim Barnett. Well, this has to be special for you as a coach and also a former player for the Rough Riders getting to the state tournament. What's it been like this season for your group? Um, it's been really fun. Um, got a lot of young girls uh, that are still learning the game, but then a couple veterans that, uh, you know, know how things go. And um, it's been really fun um, being able to coach the girls We got invited down to the top 10 uh, volleyball camp tournament this summer. So kind of got an idea and a feel for what we're going to have this season. And so far this season, you know, it's been really fun to see them blossom and improve every game. Now, it's been since 2010 that Southwest has made it down to Lincoln. Has that been talked about much amongst your team or, or how have they handled that? Um, we've talked about it some. Uh, we talked about the last time we were actually in a district final match and just step by step and, um, you know, trying to reach that goal, you know, every step of the way, different um, things that other teams had reached that we had never done or hadn't done in a while. And so, um, you know, we 
talked about those types of things and trying to reach that goal and the next step down the road. And um, we talked about, you know, getting to an RPAC final. We hadn't been there for a long time. And then, of course, um, we had um, the last time that we had made it to a district final, that team's record. And then, of course, the school record. And so just little by little, each step of the way, trying to meet meet those goals. Now you take on Oakland Craig, and when you get down to state, it's so many unknowns, especially the opponents. You haven't seen them before or anything like that. What have you gathered when scouting them the last couple of days? Um, they're pretty solid all the way around. Um, they do sub in quite a bit, um, but, you know, they are definitely uh, more experienced being down there last year um, than we are. But they also have some youth on the floor. So hopefully, you know, that's an advantage to us a little bit. However, many of them played last year. So um, still still have, you know, a little bit of an anxiety about that, I guess you could say, um, knowing that they come in the more experienced team as far as actually being in that atmosphere and playing in that level of a game. Now, you mentioned some of the things you noticed about Oakland Craig, but in this first match, what are some keys to victory for your team? Um, for one, our passing, um, it's going to be key. We've got to pass well so we can get our offense going. Um, if we can put offense at people, sometimes they struggle to get the ball back, or if they do, um, you know, it's not coming back in a hitting form. And so, uh, better for us, um, to set up our offense again. So that's going to be one of the big keys. And also, uh, with our youth, um, hopefully not letting that show out on the floor, playing like we have played, um, all season long and not get those jitters. Many thanks to Kim for joining us here on the RPAC Rundown podcast. Once again, Southwest will play at 7 p.m. on Thursday on the North Court. They are the number five seed and they will take on fourth seeded Oakland Craig. We'll take a break and then recap our RPAC Rundown game of the week last week, which featured the Cambridge Trojans taking on Bancroft Rosalie in the D12 District Final on Saturday. Here at Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out our fall collection of t-shirts on the website at scoutsrecreation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Grand Island Central Catholic was the site for the D12 District Final Volleyball matchup between the number 2 seeded Cambridge Trojans as they faced off against Bancroft Rosalie, the number 15 seed. The Trojans were able to take care of business in the match as they won in three sets. The set scores were 25-20, 25-9, and 25-21. In the first set, the Trojans had to pick their way through a number of mistakes and unforced errors. Eventually, though, Cambridge went up 19-11 in the set. Bancroft Rosalie regained a little bit of momentum, going on an 8-3 run to make it 22-19. Cambridge, though, was able to capture the set, winning 25-20. In the second set, Cambridge picked up right where they left off as J.C. Kent and Aaron Johnson continued their aggressive attacks, and they went up 7-3. The Panthers had to take a timeout and try to regroup. 
The attempt to try and slow down the Trojan attack, though, didn't work as they went on to lead 13-5 and Bancroft Rosalie called another timeout. Once again, the break didn't stop the Trojans as they went on a 12-4 run to close that set at 25-9. In the third and final set of the day, the Panthers challenged the Trojans. Bancroft Rosalie led to start at 6-2 and Cambridge took a timeout. Following the timeout, the Panthers kept their strong play up as they went up 9-2. The Trojans, though, climbed back into it in a fury going on a 10-5 run to shorten the gap to 14-12. The Panthers were forced to take a timeout. Cambridge took the lead at 16-15, but Bancroft Rosalie claimed it back at 17-16. Cambridge was able to handle the adversity at a high level and claim the lead at 22-21 to and reel off four in a row to seal the win. Cambridge was led by junior Jalen Kent with her 12 kills, senior J.C. Kent, and sophomore Aaron Johnson at 11 kills. On the defensive side, Bailey Allmeyer had 26 digs. Head coach of the Cambridge Trojans, Lauren Carpenter, had this to say about the win and also heading to the state tournament. Jitters, you know, district finals, big deal. And and I just told them like you you know you can fight, you know you can finish this. I want you to prove it. Prove it to yourselves, prove it to the team. Uh, just fight and prove it. Being there last year will help us with just experience in a bigger environment, experience down at the pinnacle. I have a lot of confidence in these girls. I know that they'll pull through when they need to pull through, or I hope that they'll pull through when they need to pull through. And so I think just going down to state, I think that they'll have a lot of energy. They've been talking about it all season. So I know that um, they're going to be excited. Cambridge is the number two seed in the Class D1 State Volleyball Tournament, and they will take on number seven seeded Cedar Catholic on Thursday at 1 p.m., with the site being Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln on the South Court. This RPAC Rundown Game of the Week was brought to you by Crabelli Physical Therapy, Webb's Oil Field Service, Amateurs Bar and Grill, Lockenauer Jones Mortuary, Funeral Directors Jim Jones and Michael Swanson, First Central Bank, and Flyaway Market. We'll take a break, and when we come back, it'll be time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week, which is brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. It's time to announce our Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. Member FDIC. Our Female Athlete of the Week is Kaylin Barnett of Southwest. She totaled 30 kills in their four-set win over Fullerton in the C26 District Final. Great performance from Kaylin. Our Male Athlete of the Week goes to Corbin Horner of Dundee County Stratton. He had 19 carries for 265 yards and four touchdowns in their 48-8 win over Johnson Brock in the second round of the Class D2 playoffs. Once again, we'd like to thank our great sponsor of the Athlete of the Week, First Central Bank, member FDIC. 
That will do it for this episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast beginning on Thursday. The RPAC Rundown will be at the State Volleyball Tournament, so we will have tons of updates covering the three RPAC schools that made it, so stay tuned on Facebook and Twitter. For all of your RPAC needs, go to bestboy-media.com and click on the RPAC Rundown. Until next time, I'm Evan Jones, and thanks for tuning into the RPAC Rundown podcast.